morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning. The date is Tuesday, July 27th, and I'm here with JL Rucker. JL, I feel like we sometimes just don't get to do them together just because of our schedules and now, but it's good to be back. Yeah, it feels like it's been forever. Uh, I guess Colby's my new my new ride or die. You jailed yeah, on me but it's <laughs> i know but i feel like also at this point we got such a nice chemistry i uh, with it with everybody but it's uh yeah. it's, it's nice to be back yes. to be back together for sure Um, With that, we can dive into a really fun topical anniversary we have today, which is that on this day in 1999, Tony Hawk landed the first ever 900 at the X Games in San Francisco. And then this month on July 16th, the 12-year-old Guy Curry landed the first ever 1080 on a non-mega ramp. He became the youngest gold medalist in X Games history and added another 180 degrees to the trick that Tony Hawk had originally landed in 99. There's a really great video. Tony Hawk was they are competing as well. And so there's this really great video of Tony Hawk and the young 12-year-old Guy Curry who grew up looking up to Tony Hawk, embracing after he broke his record. It's really incredible. And then with young skaters on the mind in Sunday's Women's Street Final in the Olympics, two 13-year-olds won gold and silver. Momiji Nishia won the gold. She's 13. And Raisa Leal of Brazil won silver. I mean, skating is widely considered to be a very uh, a young sport. A lot of young people participate, but it's crazy to see these people, uh, 14, 13, 12, just breaking records. It's an incredible time for skateboarding. It is definitely, Charlie. And another Olympics update for you guys. The Philippines 97-year-old gold medal drought is finally over. Weightlifter Heidelin Diaz made history by winning gold for the Philippines yesterday in the 55-kilogram women's weightlifting competition ending a 97, yes, 97-year-old gold medal drought. Diaz triumphed with an overall lift of 224 kilograms in the event, which set an Olympic record by one kilogram. The Philippines won its first bronze medal in the 200-meter breaststroke during Amsterdam's 1928 Olympics and its first silver medal in 1964 during the Tokyo Olympics for men's featherweight boxing. Now, here's some interesting Olympic action going on today. That includes women's gymnastics and the swimming finals that kick off tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC Primetime. It's been tough to find some of the Olympic Games, but this is going to be easy right here. Also, by the time you're listening to this, the U.S. will be facing off against Japan in the gold medal softball game. And with that, we will jump over into the NFL. Aaron Rodgers will apparently be back with the Packers next season. So to say that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have had a tumultuous offseason would be an understatement. It's been very dramatic. We didn't know if Aaron Rodgers was saying, if he was requesting a trade, if he was trying to go. But things have finally been resolved, at least for now. Adam Schefter, which is probably on the level of Woj for the NBA, reported on Monday that the Packers front office had conceded to some of Aaron Rodgers' demands and enticed the reigning MVP to come back for at least one more season. According to Schefter, the deal includes the 2023 year in Rodgers' contract, which is the last one in his current deal, would be voided with no tags allowed in the future. The Packers would also agree to review Rodgers' situation at the end of the season. Rodgers' contract would be adjusted
shifted with no loss of income to give the Packers more cap room now, mechanisms will be put in place to address Rodgers' issues with the team. This is a big move for the Packers and allows them to make another run at wide receiver Devontae Adams, one of the other major pieces of their offense. So looks like things are going to come together for the Packers, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. I know that that's been a saga, so I'm interested to see if this finally gets confirmed, but I agree that Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter's word is pretty good at this point. Entertainment. In the entertainment world, a live-action Pokemon series, a series now, is in the works for Netflix. According to a recent report from Variety, it looks like we're getting another live-action project from The Pocket Monsters. What's most exciting about this series is that it's going to be on streaming services as opposed to some of the other like wide-release films we've seen historically. This live-action show, which is currently in very early development, is said to have the co-showrunner and executive producer behind Netflix's Lucifer. That individual is Joe Henderson, which sources say will write and executive produce the new show. So if you enjoyed Detective Pikachu from a few years back last year, um, then this upcoming streaming series should be on your radar. I think that will it really can go either way when sort of animated IP moves over into live action. Sometimes it's really successful and sometimes it isn't. But either way, it should be on your radar. And speaking of things that should be on your radar, a brand new Exorcist trilogy is coming to Peacock with a familiar star. Now, Netflix isn't the only streaming service that's cooking up a new project based on a well-known franchise. Deadline reported that Peacock has actually acquired the rights to an all-new trilogy based on the 1973 horror film The Exorcist. Fans of that terrifying movie will be happy to know that Ellen Bernstein, the actress that played the mother of the possessed child, will be reprising her role for the trilogy as Chris McNeil. Universal Pictures and Peacock have reportedly entered into a partnership with Bloomhouse and Morgan Creek to purchase the rights to the Exorcist franchise for $400 million. It's a lot of money. Whoa, that is a crazy deal. NFTs. If we hop over to NFTs for a little bit, Shopify has teamed up with the Chicago Bulls to launch a legacy NFT collection. A little bit of context for this. So the collection is very cool. Uh, the tokens are each based on one of the championship rings from the Bulls' six 1990s championships throughout that decade. But the integration of Shopify is what makes this the most interesting and especially interesting piece of news in the NFT world. Um, what the integration of Shopify means is that you can buy directly from the store as opposed to needing to go through a third party. So the store is nft.bulls.com. Shopify president Harley Finkelstein tweeted about the drop before Shopify offered this capability uh, and aside the capability being to buy directly from the store quote merchants would have to sell through a third party marketplace aka less control of the sale and customer relationship once again we are putting the power back into the hands of merchants and meeting customers how and where they want to buy end quote it's just really interesting because Shopify has been one of the names in the space that has been really just trying to make NFTs and purchasing NFTs more accessible, not having to go through buying crypto and then buying it with crypto or something like that, just making it more of a one-stop shop. So this Shopify Bulls launch is really exciting. Cannabis. <laughs> Finally, a little cannabis gaming crossover yesterday. Optic Gaming CEO Hex unveiled Pine Park. Um, we've been talking about this story a lot, honestly, but uh, it's a really cool story, an intersection between the worlds of cannabis and gaming. The CEO of Optic, Hector Hex Rodriguez, just debuted his latest venture. His new endeavor is all about growing his own cannabis and hemp within a central location, which is known as Pine Park. It's a really spacious place. It measures out at 5,600 square feet and will house 1,800 plants. You can check out some footage of the new thriving hub on Hex's YouTube channel. We love to see people in the gaming space getting into cannabis. Um, so this is really exciting. This has been a long time coming, so I'm stoked on it. Definitely. Definitely looking forward to that. 
All right, all right. That is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. You know the deal. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. Stay curious.